Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. The Word in the World podcast. We are back at your service. (laughs) Oh, man. Guys, we have been rambling amongst ourselves for the past 15 minutes. So just bear with us tonight because it might be a might be a doozy. (laughs) I know it's going to be a fun. It's going to be a fun combo. We're going to explore some things. Yeah, interesting. Uh, This is a jam session, as you see from the title. Uh, So we are going to just kind of, you know, go wherever we are interested in going and come along with us because hopefully it's uh, entertaining and uh, insightful. Right. You know, and then inspiring you to uh, search God and in some in some unplanned ways because it's going to be unplanned for us. Right. Mm. True that. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm playing. So who knows where it will go? We have an idea. Are you nervous? <laughs> I like, I'm a planner. I'm a planner. So I'm like, what are we talking about for how long? Right. Uh, how many segments? Let's nobody divide. knows. Three hours, four hours, who knows? Oh, okay. Maybe I won't <laughs> be here for three full hours. Well, I think. It had to be quite oh, the combo. We'll see. There was a unidentified flying oh. something literally outside my window just now. <laughs> No, there was a bird. There's some aerial phenomenon, man. It was. But now, before we got on, before we got on, guys, there there's a topic that Marcus brought up uh, that has been, for whatever reason, really uh, jumping out there in the news recently. Within the past year, I would say. I feel yeah, like since yeah, coronavirus, yeah, like this joint has just popped up all of a sudden. Um, Marcus, you want to take it away? Sure thing. Yeah. So today is July 14th. Um, as some of you all know, uh, there was something called the June report that was released by the Pentagon late last month, which uh, reported the findings of a program named ATIP out of the Pentagon that did research on unidentified aerial phenomenon that had occurred between the years of 2004 and up to March of 2021. And they put out this report and basically in the report, they are talking about uh, the different types of craft that have been caught on the radars and video cameras of the Air Force and other radar systems that they have. And basically when describing the characteristics of these different craft that they were investigating, they basically confirmed that they are not earth made or made by any known country or man (laughs) at all. So they are basically presenting these as alien craft, but they haven't quite said uh, that they are from outer space. Mm. They are basically in the report saying that they could be from outer space. They could be from inner space. Or they could just be from a hidden place on Earth, not belonging to any country. But essentially, these vehicles are displaying all types of like behavior that is not within the capability of any country's like military or special operations programs. So, uh, so some of those characteristics are things like um, being able to, you know, like turn invisible. Uh, being able to travel at speeds like close to uh, like 10 Mach, oh, Mach 10, I'm sorry, I said that backwards, Mach 10, 
which is like over 7,000 miles per hour. Mm. Um, they are able to travel as efficiently above water as they are underneath water. Uh, they are shaped like, you know, like Tic Tacs, like, <laughs> like they describe them <laughs> as Tic Tacs, but they are, <laughs> they are basically um, able to make right hand turns at, you know, incredible speeds, which is according to our physics, like impossible. And like I said, like materializing and dematerializing at will. Uh, oh, they're able to escape our radar systems. Um, they're also scrambling any kind of communications that are being made, you know, from or that we attempt to do from from our aircraft to theirs or any systems that we have to theirs. So it's like there's something here that people are consistently reporting about that is not within any country's capability. So there's something here, guys. And so the question I posed to Jason and Julia you know, if this were in fact true and it's not like a psyop or anything like that, how does it change your theological perspective, if at all? Does it have any impact on your theological perspective? Mm. And, you know, just initial thoughts out of the gate. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, so I'll go first, Julia, if you don't mind. Um, yes, please. I... Uh, <laughs> This no, is I different have, for us too, just yeah, by the yeah, way. Like yeah. we don't we don't talk about this kind of stuff. So we just figure we just give it a whirl. <laughs> See what happens. I um I think I think I'm gonna have more to add as this convo goes on, just because of okay. some points that I heard Julia make. But like mm. I personally don't I don't I don't know, it doesn't like sway me either way. Like it doesn't make me feel like I want to seek it out. And it also mm. doesn't make me feel like, you know, well, something uh, about my faith may be shaken if I, uh, if this stuff is true, you know? Okay. Okay. Only because like, I feel like, uh, like, let's say these are aliens. Like what, what mm -hmm. we, like I, that still doesn't take away from the fact that like the Bible is about earth and God's creation hmm. here. Um, okay. Like when he created this, it was formless and void, you know? Right. And so that's like where the Bible starts, literally. Mm. And so that's kind of like what I feel like he wants us to be concerned with. But I do have other like thoughts if we're going to talk about hmm. them being real and stuff like that. Because Julia brought up some some interesting stuff that I won't like spoil okay but, um, okay i hope i remember them now <laughs> what i was talking about a couple <laughs> minutes ago but yeah oh, i think okay. no i, I I'm, it, like i mentioned to you guys like i there have been two occasions where i have like seen stuff that i've been like that have just stuck with me for my entire life mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i've seen stuff in the sky like like you said like ships and then i saw like uh some kind of like That's green crazy. lights or something one time and you know it really I mean, it 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 didn't even freak me out. I just was like, I was so confused, you know, like where you and I felt like yeah. helpless. Like, man, I don't know what to do with this information, you know. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with this yeah. experience. Um, and that was that. So, mm. yeah, like can't even process. Yeah, it, I was just like, like, what, like well, what do I call the cops or do I tell people? They're gonna be like, oh, for real? Okay. Yeah. You know, like it's just like, all right. right. 
<laughs> I want some of what you smoking, Jay. Yeah, pretty That's much. What gonna say. But like <laughs> for me, it was like, oh, okay, there's stuff going on in the sky. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Julia, thoughts? Uh, oh, I don't know, man. Like, I have several thoughts not related to God, and then I have thoughts mm. that are related <laughs> to God. What does that hear them all? Oh boy. Well, he said theological perspective. So that's the first thing my professor had went on. And I was like, okay, you mean perspective about God. And then I'm thinking just generally as speaking as a human, I have other thoughts and concerns and maybe anxieties about <laughs> other forms of life. So let me start there. Huh. Um, so that's what I mean. But as far as my, let me, the theological perspective is easier. So let's, let me go there and then see where, where, where my thoughts take me. So with okay. God, I don't think it doesn't really change much because I'm thinking of like, not the same, but the Nephilim in the Old Testament. I don't think those are fully human. I don't know what that is. Mm. Uh, um, I'm also thinking about, again, I know this is a, not a one for one, but it, this wow. makes me more open about stuff. Goliath, what, who created like <laughs> the mother and father of Goliath? Yeah, like, will be who, who gave birth to that? Mm-hmm. Just, I'm just thinking out loud. I don't have answers. Um, yeah. So things like that make it easier. Mm. Uh, Balaam and the donkey talking, the serpent talking. Wow. We have the Noah thing, but do we know exactly all the animals or creation that's there? I don't. Right. So I'm not saying that proves anything. I'm just saying that knowing about those things makes me more open. Understanding a little bit more about the spiritual realm as well mm. makes me, I hate to call them because they're not really other life forms, but thinking about angels and demons that's kind of a similar mm-hmm. at least to me similar idea of their things happening and they are not exactly human mm-hmm. so for whatever reason i don't know why but that doesn't like knowing that there might be actual alien creatures that are physical doing stuff flying around is not that's that's crazy. it's scary it's like it's scary if that makes sense but that. it's i wouldn't say it's i would not be necessarily surprised from a biblical yeah uh. standpoint those are my initial thoughts. And then <laughs> I have like, as far as like you saying theological, for human beings, like let's say there are these are aliens, they've come on the earth, right? As yeah. far as our, as far as like Adam's charge to him and Eve mm-hmm. was to like mm-hmm. manage the earth, you know, like here's here's the earth, guys. I want you to be the stewards over it and glorify me here you're going to multiply and you guys are just going to be my like creatures who glorify me you're made in my image our image you know so like they i guess what i'm saying is like there's nothing in in the word that says like oh these other creatures also are going to be coming onto earth and like having that same charge as man so like Hmm we should be protecting the earth. So I'm not getting into like go to war against the aliens, but like if they are indeed aliens, we still have the like charge to us to like protect, subdue, be fruitful, multiply, glorify God here. So if Mm -hmm. they are with or against that plan, well, maybe we'll find (laughs) out, you know what I mean? But like that doesn't change what God has created man for here mm. yeah All right, i'll tell you where my mind goes oh gosh right 
So <clears throat> now I like the fact that you said that, right? Like people will bring up, um, you know, just kind of like a little sidebar real quick, but people will bring up different topics like, oh, well, dinosaurs are found and dinosaurs are not mentioned in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? And you have people who like find scriptures where dinosaurs may be mentioned. Right. You know what I'm saying? But even if they weren't, it's like the Bible is not about dinosaurs. That's not the purpose of it, right? It's about, like you said, the charge given to Adam and our responsibility here is man. It's about the race of man. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't say that, like, you know, we're going to mention everything ever, you know, put into creation in this book. Right. That's not the point. It's not an encyclopedia. You know what I'm saying? It's the Bible. So it's a, it's a different purpose. You know, every book has a purpose. That's not the purpose of the Bible. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I guess I, you know, I, I just bring that up to say is like, it doesn't this, you know, um, yeah, it doesn't mean that there can't be anything else out there. And we don't have to fight that fight, you know, like, oh, no, it's only us. And the Bible doesn't mention anybody else. So it's only us. So we don't have to fight that right. fight, you know, yeah, but it does stuff in the Bible. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. A lot. Right. I was going to ask you guys, like, well, Julia, first, you bring up a lot of good stuff with like just mentioning the Nephilim, mentioning, you know, angels and demons. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you guys like why that's so like crazy later on in the episode, but essentially like a lot of people who have, you know, cause like this is like ATIP is one program that Pentagon, you know, had, right. But there, there have been other programs documented by other government agencies to go study these things as well with millions and millions of dollars thrown at the efforts. Right. And some of these people have come out and said that like the characteristics displayed are almost like demonic in nature. Right. Okay. But oh, yeah, we could talk about great. that, Leah, a little bit later on the episode. Before we go there, a question I have for you guys is like, would you assume, right, like as far as like creation is concerned and creation being fallen, would you cons would you consider these beings to also be fallen if they came to the earth? Are they also fallen creatures? Are they a part of the same creation or is the creation more localized than that? Could they be perfected beings? Oh, I see what you're saying. And of course, we don't have answers. Just we just have thoughts, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> well, if going back, so if they're demonic, then obviously not. They're corrupt. But if we're saying right. there's some kind of like angelic, holy beings, well, I mean, okay. But that doesn't, but, we already played that game. That doesn't mean perfection. In terms of Satan like. Satan was one of them. But then he's out. fallen. That's what I mean. Right. But I'm just saying he's created angelic. Angelic does not equal perfect is what I'm saying. Okay. We might equate that. It's they're spiritual. They're not perfect. I see what mm. you're saying. And we have Satan as a type A or whatever you want to call it or exhibit A. That's what I mean. Exhibit A of he can create these things, but for whatever reason, he's chosen not to create them in a perfected form. It's that to me is everywhere. If anything, that presses more of a theological button than the other thing. Wait, to so me. you said like angels are not, I just want to make sure I'm, I'm processing. Yeah. So you said angels are not in a perfected form. No, because if they were, Satan would, have, would not have been able to sin and create this chaos or some of this mm. chaos that has occurred and take a third of them with him. Yeah, I see what you're saying. If they were perfected. That's different from short story of when how do i want to say this when people are saved and then we go to heaven at some point or jesus comes back whatever is first 
or it might be whatever's last. I don't remember. Don't quote me on this. But the point is, at mm-hmm. the end of all this stuff, right? And if you're saved, okay, we go to heaven. Yeah. We receive this glorification that basically changes our nature permanently so that we are unable to sin. What I'm saying is, for whatever reason, why I don't know why God did this, but for whatever reason, at least with the first batch of angels or whatever you want to call it, whatever batch, <laughs> the first that Satan, batch. whatever whatever batch that Satan did, <laughs> like they cookies, like the I don't know how else to say it. I hope I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just trying to. No, they, I, I mean, you. but God is creating things, so they are kind of like He's just He's creating things, and we just come out essentially. Wait, but so did He create something imperfect, or are the I angels? I don't have a problem with that. Uh, he I loves got, us. I got a problem, and it's okay. Uh, I mean, maybe I guess, it depends on what you mean. I struggle well, with let that. Me add one, let me add one too. thing too. I think there's a difference between perfection and innocence. <sighs> Adam and Eve were innocent until they sinned. They were never perfect in my eyes. They were never perfect, or perf- perfect or perfected, neither. Because to me, theologically, if they were perfected, to me, is you are you do not have the ability to sin. Oh, I see what you're saying. That to me, that is theological, in my opinion. Not even the, not even the ability. That is the definition of perfected biblically, from my understanding. Yeah, if God is perfect, if you're able to, right? Yeah, right. Now you're you're getting closer to that. Yes. We so all right. be like him. We will all be changed in the twinkling of an eye. That's what. So, part so of we what could he's just saying. go with the uh, assumption that good and perfect are two different things. So things were created as good, and then the innocence of that, you know, within that good was just uh, lost. Yeah. To me, it's kind of like children as an analogy. It's not a perfect, but as an analogy, I don't think we would necessarily say up right up front, they're inherently evil, but as they continue to live, it's like, oh, okay. Okay. Huh. But initially, I wouldn't put faults on them right when they're born. Huh. So, huh. so many things I to think like about right now. <laughs> Jeez. No, 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 no. This is this is this is good. Jam session. Yeah, I mean, that's there's some I'm 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 just pausing cuz there's various threads right that we could we could yeah. unravel right now. Yeah. Th- Which one we want to do? Um let's let's probably stay with the UFO thing. Or do you want to go into the how God creates Nah, I think I think the UFO topic yeah, is uh, kind of lingering in the background of this. Yeah, still with the question of like just because we're falling, will we automatically assume that they are also right? But you know, Julia brought up like this really good point, right? It's like it kind of makes you wonder, like, all right, like let's fast forward to the end of the Bible and we get these scriptures about um, New Jerusalem descending down to Earth, mm-hmm. right? And us receiving like a, there'll be a new heaven and a new earth, mm-hmm. right? And so when we say that the creation, like all of creation was kind of like disturbed yeah. or fallen, right? Is that like all of the universe? Mm. Is that local to the earth? Does that include the heavens? I see what you mean. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like how how inclusive is the fall? Wow. Yeah, because I think Romans like eight says that all creation groans and kind of like mm-hmm. you know yearns for yeah. man to like be restored. But yeah, so my understanding of that has been 
again, going back to Genesis, I think it goes back to all that God has put us in charge over. And I think mm. that is the creation. So we look at what God created on those six days, and I think that's it. I don't think that goes uh-huh. from, I don't think that goes, you know, to Jupiter. You know what I mean? Like, I think that has to do with the heavens, the sun, the moon, the animals, the plants, the, you know, uh, the creeping things, the uh, the birds, the fish, everything in the ocean, you know, that type of stuff. I think that is our dominion earth and earth only yeah but like i think it does have to do with the sky though right because um i mean if we want to get into like the firmament and all that kind of stuff like there was this Uh this layer you could call it of like vapor or or some kind of sphere that was here before and that is no longer here when flood came it didn't rain until the flood there was a mist that came up from the ground you know so like yeah. I think that is a part of the fallen creation is that this firmament no longer held the waters above from the waters below type of thing. So like okay. I do think there's and like yeah I I would just for me I think it it sticks to like that stuff. Everything that's in Genesis one and okay. two is is what it has to do with. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't think anything else is fallen or okay. or sees effects of man's fall outside of Earth. I don't think we can assume that. All right, you know so what I, I, mean? I would have. I got two, yeah, two follow up questions. Um, and this is just a thought experiment. It's nothing more, oh, right? Yeah. It's it's just a thought experiment. It's just it's just kind of kind of fun to play around with a little yeah, bit for now, of course, <laughs> right? Until until they until they uh you know walking down our streets, <laughs> then, we, then we got an issue, but. But um, all right. So let's say, like, yeah. All right. Fun question first, right? Fun question is, if a fallen human, right, goes to Jupiter, right, where it's possibly still, you know, unfallen, right? Yeah. Is the is the unfallen human escaping the localized fall, or is you know, like, or are they, you know, like, could they, could they find, you know, possibly a, a garden of Jupiter <laughs> on Jupiter? Oh my oh, you God. know what I'm saying? Like, Way far. I have, no, <laughs> I have no, I'm not even going to go They were born. Huh? <laughs> go ahead. No, you go. go What'd ahead. you say? <laughs> I was going to say, if the person was born on earth, it's where you're born. Yeah. It's like so somebody like trying to escape like charges and stuff and they try to go to another country. <laughs> it doesn't mean they're not guilty. It just means you ran away. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's what you said. If you were born on Earth, then like, can you just then not and you run, escape no to Jupiter, trying to escape God? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, now that's that's the fun question. That's the fun that's question. Hilarious. But the, the more serious question is: is uh, are the heavens of Earth the same heavens of Jupiter? Oh boy, Mm-mm. you know what I mean? Are the heavens for the <laughs> entire universe? Or are the heavens just for Earth? I don't think. Well, obviously, Julia, you may know like this Hebrew and all that stuff better than I, but. That that word heavens is not talking about the whole universe, you know. Like it's talking about mm. the sky, what we can see above us. We know that when we look up, there's stars and all of that stuff that we can see. Yeah. But then we also know that there's 
whole other stuff allegedly from science that is out there. Like we yeah. see all these planets and all that stuff. But I don't I don't think <laughs> I don't think that heaven's word has anything to do with that. Okay. okay. So heaven heaven's is kind of like a, a localized thing. And then like I mean Julia, I could be wrong, but like biblically, isn't the aren't the heavens, um, <laughs> are the heavens, uh, overlapping our physical reality? <laughs> oh, we we going down some threads right now. Oh, yeah. This is great. I, I I'm gonna tie it together though. Watch, watch. Okay. I'm um, gonna tie it together real good. I have a couple thoughts. In questioning. But I don't know. Somebody will have to tie it together. Well, first off, yes, the, the heavens um, definition, depending on where it's used, is just the sky. But the okay. issue is there are other places in scripture where I was trying to find, it's actually in 2 Corinthians 12. Paul says, I was caught up into the third heaven. Yeah, so I was going to bring that, that up is, next. <laughs> if that is the, hold on. So if that's the case, uh-huh. then that I'm assuming if the heavens, number one, is the sky, and Paul was caught up to the third that automatically makes me think, even if we don't have record of it, that means there is a second. Yeah. Where right. that is, I have no idea, but I'm just using logic. And if that's the case, who says there's not a fourth? And then where is the new heaven, new earth thing? Where is the body of Jesus right now? Mm. So all that to say, yes, it for some in some cases it is the sky, but there's scriptures that I guess my question would then be, why would Paul refer to something, the third heaven as a place? If yeah. it's it sounds like he it said he was caught up, so he went somewhere, or he says yeah. he knew a guy. However you wanna, yeah, I don't know, but that's my initial thoughts. Yeah. And and it's yeah. that 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 <laughs> because it says Jesus was called up into the clouds, right? So there is some there's some up place. I guess what right. I was saying, I thought yeah. when when you were when you were, I guess I was addressing like the physical type of thing, because that up place doesn't seem to be physical. Like we're talking about, you know, second heaven being no? some kind of place where these spiritual battles occur. And, you know, the third heaven is hmm. this place where it's all this spiritual stuff going on that we can't see right now, I guess I'm saying. Like when we look so at you guys, we can't see that stuff. Yeah. So do you think like uh like references to like second heaven and third heaven are like locations or dimensions? You know what I'm saying? Got me. <laughs> no, I don't. got me there. I yeah. don't know. Like, Break it down. No, so like, so like, no. For instance, right? Like, uh, take a take a statement like um, the prince of the power of the air, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, or the concept you know that Jason just brought up, like the second heaven and war happening in the second heaven, right? Is this war happening like right around us? You know, in a in a you know, and when I say like a different dimension or a higher dimension, I just mean like outside of our sensory perception mm-hmm. where we can't see it, hear it, taste it, touch it, feel it, right? Like, is it happening? Could it be happening right next to us right now without us even knowing it? Could second heaven, you know, be be right, right where we are, but just in a dimension outside of our perception? Or is it really a different location mm. than where we are? What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts, where my mind goes. (laughs) No, but uh, (laughs) uh, 
<laughs> and this is just rambling tonight, right? I mean, not rambling, but we're just kind of like, yeah. I'm thinking about, um, <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking about like revelation, right? And I'm thinking about how there is, and, and not even just revelation. I'm thinking about like the various visions that people have had of like of God, yeah, and Jesus on His throne, and so there is like this physical reality that occurs with like cherubim and seraphim and like they're actually they have wings and they look a certain way and all this stuff right but and then we know like the satan was like cast down to the earth from somewhere right Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah but i i i'm like i'm i'm somewhat hesitant to say that they overlap like they're it's happening right around us i'm not against that at all and i'm mm-hmm. but i'm just like um i feel like hmm i don't want to say it like we shouldn't be concerned with it because that's i don't believe that either but i don't think it has to do yeah i don't think it has much to do with that charge you know like i think Huh. I think it's it's something that now because maybe of sin that there is this like spiritual war going on that you know we are like actively involved in with God. So like our prayer, our fasting, yeah. our you know holiness, our purity and all that kind of stuff have to do with it. Um but mm. to to say that it's going on right here. Um I I really I don't know where I'm at on that, you know. Okay. But I yeah. but I know that it the scripture says like that fallen angels are here and that Satan like is on the earth like a roaring lion. You know, like so yeah. apparently like this spiritual being Satan is is actually here. Like and yeah. he is certain places doing certain things and his demons, fallen angels obviously have been here and are here and Jesus talked to them and cast them, you know, like, so there are these right. unseen things going on. Yeah. So I guess that yeah. does kind of answer it. Right. Like there is some stuff. Yeah. Going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you make me think about like three, three things specifically, like I'm thinking about, you know, all right. So I'll just tell you like <laughs> the way I see it. Right. I can't say where my mind goes. I'll tell you where, like how I see it. So like take, Abram or Abraham, you know, uh, encountering, you know, his encounter with God and those angels, right? Like they are at that particular point in time, like manifesting themselves and material materializing themselves, you know, uh, here, right? Like, uh, so it's almost like, like almost like the first heaven would be like, in my mind, like an overlapped, you know, um, overlap with our physical reality. Okay. Right. Then skipping over to the third heaven, you know, is where, you know, in my mind, just off the top of my head, random Marcus thought mm-hmm. is like where, you know, Paul went to where God, God's throne is, where God actually is. Right. And when, you know, it makes me think specifically of in Job where, you know, Satan in the presence of, you know, the, the sons of God and, you know, whatever, like he's saying the way he words it even or the way it's worded. As he says, like, I've been, you know, God's like, where have you been? 
I've been traveling the earth mm -hmm. to and fro mm -hmm. as if it's a remote place at this point in time. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So he's talking about it like, oh, that's a place away from yeah. here. I've been traveling the earth to and fro, right? So third heaven to me sounds like a far off distant location outside of the earth's immediate space. And then the second heaven, you know, uh, and I wish I had the scripture in front of me, but like that story of Daniel, mm -hmm. you know, and how the angel was, you know, kind of warring with the prince of Persia, you know, in order to get the message to Daniel, mm -hmm. I kind of yeah. see like the second heaven being this place of warfare, you know, where the, where the angels, you know, are kind of like fighting and battling, but it's somehow still tied to locations on earth because it's the prince of Persia. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just like this. Oh, I fought this this random angel, you know, to get here. It's no, I fought this prince of Persia yeah. to get to you, to get this message to you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this yeah. in between space between, like our immediate, you know, immediate location and this far off third heaven location where God's throne is. There's this middle space, you know, um, yeah, this middle space where this this angelic kind of like battle war is is happening. Mm -hmm. You know that. You know, but I think I think you're even going back to what you said earlier about like our dominion. I think that part of our job, you know, or part of that dominion is like you said, like prayer, fasting, kind of like uh, playing our part in that spiritual war. Yeah. And that being almost like a, a playing out of, you know, part of our dominion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what we're doing here. But anyway, yeah, that was, that was the more I think part. about it, like that dominion plan was given to Adam before. Adam even knew about like Satan. He didn't know like yeah. that the serpent was going to be coming up to Eve. So yeah. I was just having this conversation with somebody earlier tonight. Matter of fact, we're like, okay, if Eve got deceived by the serpent, what would have been Adam's right recourse if he hadn't have done huh. what he did? He obviously sinned and ate with her. But like, what should yeah. he have done? given that hey there's yeah. this serpent trying to cause trouble in the garden yeah. that i just told you to like have dominion over and and you know manage it for me like uh. was he supposed to kill him or you know just tell him like hey man nah we're not, we're not supposed to eat from that tree sorry that's what god said bye you know like yeah yeah that's probably what he was supposed to do is just say like no we're not supposed to eat from that tree resist the devil and yeah. he shall flee you know what i mean so yeah. so uh I guess, go ahead, go ahead, Julia. We haven't heard, from, we haven't heard from Julia in a while. Here we uh -oh. go, Doctor B, Doctor B. I'm just listening, observing. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I have a thought at the moment. I'm still processing a few. I feel like we just opened up a couple new threads. I'm trying mm -hmm. to catch myself here. No, this is good yeah. stuff, though. Yeah. Well, so all right, right. Well, give me a redirect. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> So, all right, I'll, I'll get back to like uh, which something you were mentioning earlier about like the, all right. So here, here's something else that's kind of happening simultaneously with this release of information, right? There are a lot of YouTube videos being made by, matter of fact, before I even go there, I'll, I'll go into like the, the other government reports that you're not hearing about, right? But that okay. are being released, like there are these documents being released where people are saying that um, as they investigated these UFOs, they came across like uh, a lot of like demonic activity. Um, they also realized that the only way to get in contact 
or establish contact and actually hear from some of these like why so there were projects that were started where individuals were given the task or the charge to contact the alien beings right and as they would try to do so they started realizing that the only way to do so would be to engage in occult activities right and that that is what was able to actually work like satanic rituals uh, occult like activities actually allow them to establish contact yeah right and then I know I know how crazy this sounds, you know what I'm saying? I'm but going going back to what we were just talking about, is it really that crazy? And so what some people are doing is they're drawing this connection and basically saying like the message, you know, like even even if you kind of look at like the broad spectrum of like all the alien abductions and encounters, right? Mm. The message that people always come away with that the extraterrestrials gave them was always something about the reaching the next level spiritually as a race. Right. So it's like we're here to take you guys to the next the next level. And, you know, like like they would they will always have a message about Jesus, um, you know, who he really was to us and, you know, all this kind of stuff. But it's like you kind of can start to see like these patterns in the way that they're contacted and what their message is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But what's weird about all this is like these are government funded programs and these are the results coming out of them. So these aren't like witnesses, you know what I'm saying? Like some, some dude in South Dakota on a farm, you know what I'm saying? Going to the local police department saying these things, these are actually like in recorded documents coming from the government that, that this is what's happening. So going back to what we were talking about earlier, when we start to talk about like, you know, fallen angels, right? Or angels in general having this ability to materialize and dematerialize, right? Abram, Abraham served those angels food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When they came to his house, angels went into Sodom and Gomorrah, mm-hmm. you know, and appeared yeah. in such a way that the men there wanted to sleep with them. You know what I'm saying? Angels appeared to many biblical characters, right? right? Then the Bible says that the devil himself presents himself as an angel of light. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, here you see this, this, thing where it's like these angels are able to materialize and dematerialize and you know in and out of our physical space and could it just be that these things are manifestations of something demonic trying to deceive people spiritually right because even even like uh i don't know there's always a spiritual message like attached to you know these reports and stuff like that like so is this is this like a could this be like a deception happening on another level Mm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Do you have an example by chance? Yeah, like uh like you mean like a particular story? Like is it a sentence? Is it a story? Is it a word? Like how do you I'm curious of how they're getting to that conclusion. Oh, like the like message. uh or messages. messages? Okay, yeah. Um let's see. So like one of them, uh you guys I might have told you this before, right? But like the have I mentioned the Palladians to you guys before? I I feel like I, I think have. I heard that. Yeah. The last jam session, I think we talked about it. Yeah. Oh man. So I mean I'm talking about the same stuff over and over again. <laughs> but oh. <laughs> okay. it's the same thing. But not the Palladians are supposed to be like, you know, one of the few alien races that are that are being like, you know, discovered and whatnot, right? And they have like a physical like appearance that um, you know, where people have like listed the characteristics. There's drawings of them online if you were to Google it. Mm. Um, but basically they appear as like, you know, they if we were to 
see what they were similar to here. They almost appear to be kind of like very human-like, very, very white skin, very white hair, sometimes even clear hair, right? But um, their message to us is that there's going to be a, I guess, like spiritual enlightenment across the race of man, where Jesus was like delivering us a, a message that was to get us through that particular time, but now a greater truth is coming, you know, and the Palladians have that message for us. So like Jesus was like almost like a, a stopgap, a, you know, uh, a filler, okay, if you will, you know, but like, so they're also presenting themselves or like some of these messages are. Go ahead. What? Yeah. But it's like, it's almost like they're truth, is, truth <laughs> is changing. Yeah. <laughs> Like truth has changed. Like Jesus wasn't the savior like we we thought he was. Right. Like that that was where we messed up. We thought he was a savior, but they're actually the saviors. Oh. And they're okay. gonna well, they're gonna that. take us to the Never next mind. level. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're not evangelists. <laughs> they're not evangelists in that sense. My bad, I missed for themselves. Okay. Now, I mean, I hadn't told the whole the whole thing just yet. You so know? is that what the recordings are picking up? Or I was trying to ask about the I thought you were saying that there were messages recorded from the about this report. I was trying to hear what messages are. Oh, so there's some type of communication. So there's also so, all right. No. So yes, yeah. so the Pentagon is releasing one side of it. The, the the reports that they're releasing out to the public and through the different news outlets only has to do with the vehicle observations. I got you. And so anything so coming directly from yeah from the entities is not being released out to the public. Okay. So they're kind of giving you like. Apparently, like half the story. Yeah, nah. I mean, maybe we could find something. I don't know how deep y'all want to go down the rabbit hole, but I was just you know. But there are released documents though. Wow. So I got you. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I have anything directly with that that um, part, but I did. I was thinking about we talked about spiritual warfare a little while back. That crossed my mind. It's it's possible. I don't. I have a couple things related to timelines. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I have a couple things related to timelines that I'm thinking about. That like I don't, the things I'm thinking of are related to like when there's more unrest in the land and more things happening between angels and demons that we could actually see. I don't think we're there yet, though. So I'm at least for me, I'm not ready to go there of that having to be something directly. You mean revelation type stuff? Or... That was the first thought I had of okay, what could make sense biblically if. This is a lot of ifs, but if these things are true and if it is something that is, you know, demonic, then yeah, that's the first thing I was thinking of. Um, then I was thinking of with, I think somebody mentioned the Prince of Persia. I have heard, I don't have a scripture for it. I have to find it. But I have heard sometimes that there is this idea connected to spiritual warfare that certain entities are tied to territories. Mm-hmm. So it made that that thought crossed my mind as well too. I wouldn't consider myself well-versed in this. And this is actually something I've heard more in like Pentecostal type circles. So depending on what your viewpoint is on that, but I've heard some refer to, or at least seem to have knowledge about like certain entities kind of like have temporary control over spaces. So I don't know how if that would connect to this, but it crossed my mind when you all were talking that maybe it's, related to the I think that was the dimension question dimension versus location so that was my thought about mm. that that it's I if those things are possible in the other circles then it could it could be connected but I'm just mm. 
speculating right now. I don't know. But I don't know how that works because then people will say, well, our warfare, quote unquote, is to take down these strongholds, whatever that means. Right. And kind of, you know what I mean? Like address these entities. Like I've heard people say stuff about, you know, America and stuff like that. Yeah. And what, how it might be controlled by other entities, not human. So I'm just throwing out a few things. Potentially related, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah. And I don't know what you, outside of prayer, reading our Bible and evangelizing, like, I don't know what. <laughs> exactly. That's. What's the step after that outside of. That's where I always kind of like fall. Yeah. Like Paul says, and I think um, First Timothy, he tells him, I think his first actual like instruction to Timothy was to like pray for, pray for everyone. And most importantly, pray for your leaders. Right. So that everyone will live in peace in the land and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, yeah, that is one of our weapons of warfare is to actually it's love, right? It's you're praying for these people to because then he goes on to talk about how God wants all men to be saved. So I think the implication there yeah. is that like, you know, hey, your leaders may not actually be like righteous and you may not like them and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but God wants them to be saved. So pray for them one so that like you'll have peace and pray for their souls that like they would come to Christ. Um, and I think that that is what overcomes any mm-hmm. of this darkness that, you know, these aliens may be bringing or, or these principalities and powers have. Dang, my bad. These principalities and powers have is um, perfect love cast out fear, you know, like the love of Christ and Christ's power, like, does away with that stuff. Because what what yeah. can what can a, I guess yeah. you know like uh, you make me think too. Mm-hmm. No 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 go ahead go ahead I'm listening. Oh man I think I'm on a little delay, but no I was I was gonna say what can uh yeah a little bit yeah what can uh like a whatever a Palladian tempt you with if you are you know if you if you fully trust God's word you know like. Like Paul says to Timothy, yeah. like, you know, like, stick to the teaching, stick to the teaching. Like, mm. if if that's what you're doing, if you're trusting what God has revealed in Christ, then, you know, that temptation, same thing with, with Eve, that temptation to be deceived, uh, you know, hopefully won't won't over, overcome you. You guys make me think about a few things. Uh, so, so, okay, on the principalities thing, right? Like, and people having, like, not people having, but, like, a principality for a particular location. Yeah. Like, have you guys ever seen, like, the scripture Deuteronomy 32 and 8, where it says, it says, like, when the Most High gave the nations their inheritance, when he divided the son of the sons of man, he set the boundaries of the peoples according to the number of the sons of God. But it basically, like, when you kind of break out that scripture it's almost like different nations were assigned to different uh angels you know what i mean okay you get what i'm saying so it's like like the the prince of persia was like assigned to an area the prince of you know like like that's one case you know and then like uh you know how like i guess i guess what i thought about when you guys were talking about it is like you can yeah you can see how like certain areas have particular like 
characteristics or attributes or you know like like yeah. uh, strongholds mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying for for lack of a better term i don't know if stronghold is the right word to apply here but it's like you know that a, a particular area deals with a particular thing okay you know what i'm saying and you know do you guys think it could be because a particular principality or power is over that particular area you know what i mean like could it be that this particular being an entity responsible for this area influences things in this area a particular way. Sure. You know what I'm saying? In order to drive them, drive them, the people in that area to a particular end. Like it makes me think like like a country like like India or something like that. You know, where like you know the everybody there believes in you know Hinduism. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or you know, just like like things like that. Like if you go to Africa and certain tribes or you know particular parts of Africa believe in particular pagan gods. Mm -hmm. You know. Or, you know, the thing in San Francisco or, you know, just like Mexico, you know, like they all have a particular like belief system or way of like living. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, but it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I guess the reason I brought it up is because like, I feel like if we are, you know, I guess it depends too on, on what our particular assignments are, but it's like, if you are in an area where, you know, like you're evangelizing or ministering in an area where you know there's a particular power of the principality there to influence people in a certain way. Is that, do you kind of like pray against that influence? You know what I'm saying? Or do you encounter that directly? Yeah. You know, when, when ministering to people of that area, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know you have a principality that influences in this way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what I'm, I'm coming against in prayer and fasting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> I don't, am I making I'm, any I'm sense? I'm following. I'm following you. Um, yeah. Where where I what what I'm where I guess I like I like I guess I'm trying to understand. Are are you saying like that those things should be like a focus of your of your I, I don't know even the term of, of but like of your of your praying if you're if you know like hey this this principality over here is um you know is is really influencing people to murder each other you know should yeah, we be like constantly yeah. playing praying about that that type of thing i think uh i think like according to whatever your your calling is you know what i mean like if you're evangelizing you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. in a particular area yeah like if like if i'm in chicago you know what I mean? I'm going to Chicago and I'm trying to minister there. And I know that in that particular area, you know, and I could be wrong about the area, but like, I think the murder rate is just like, you know, the homicide rate there is like extremely high compared to other areas of the country. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there may be, you know, that a, like a spirit of murder in that area, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That is influencing and overcoming the youth of that area. And as I go to minister to them, maybe that's something particular that I pray about yeah. while I'm there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or as I'm convicted to do so from anywhere, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, even if I'm still in Maryland, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of, I'm, I'm wondering you guys' thoughts on stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Like, is that is that a thing? I believe. That I believe we should do. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I, be, I believe is. I believe definitely. It's kind of like the screw tape letters to me. Like, I do believe that the satanic huh. uh, hierarchy or you know kingdom whatever you want to call it is very organized in that way you know and i think you know jesus kind of like yeah. spelled that out for us like 
So I do think that, you know, there are, there is strategy to how Satan operates. Um, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily know if that, I don't know if we should be reactive to it. You know what? That's, that's all my thing is mm-hmm. like, I think that we should listen to God and, and what he tells us about ourselves versus like, you know, mm-hmm. um, like just being reactionary to what we see men doing. Like ultimately I I'm, like, look, if, if, if people are just like, like, kind of like Sodom and Gomorrah, right? There was a clear, like, primary sin going on there that was like sexual immorality. But the, I, and I, I don't know where this is, but like, I just take it that that was like a sinful place in general, though. Like, there was rebellion in that place, mm-hmm. you know? Like, they were willing to kill, mm-hmm. remember? in order to like have their sexual desires so like there was just overall like you guys are just totally corrupt like you're gonna murder you're gonna have sexual stuff going on you're probably like steal and you know so like to to in that kind of case i guess to go there and primarily focus on like well there's this sexual immorality or this homosexuality you know going on here let me um let me primarily focus on that that's where I'm kind of like, I don't know if that would, I don't know how mm-hmm. that, um, I don't know if where to like make those kind of calls, you know? Yeah. No, I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah. But I do think that, yeah, yeah there's like active satanic forces that are assigned to do certain, certain things. Like if I yeah. know I can influence you this way, well then I'm going to try to do it, you know, like. If I know, if I know that I, I, I look at hip hop, like if I know that this culture, you know, perpetuates these certain things and, you know, like it's this culture that is hyper violent for whatever reason, I'm not even trying to go into all that, but like, then, yeah, I do think that Satan takes advantage of stuff like that. And like in a very highly organized way to like deceive and tempt people, like how scripture says, Satan blinds the eyes of unbelievers, you know? so that they won't come to the truth right. yeah so I, I i definitely i believe that stuff yeah mm. i my 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 yeah. part, go ahead julia you sure go ahead you can finish no i was just gonna say my perspective on it is just that i don't i don't know if that's something that you know uh i don't know if you should you should decide what to focus on i guess is is what i'm saying yeah, you know what I mean. I see what you're saying. I mean, that's the difference between like somebody like sitting around taking notes on all the news stories yeah. and being like, "All right, I gotta pray for that. Gotta pray for that. Gotta exactly. pray for that. I'm gonna pray for that." Exactly. And versus like being led, you know, yeah. and and listening to what the Holy Spirit is saying, pray for. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, Julia, what you what you what you got? <laughs> what's, the, what's the question again? Uh, like he was asking oh, no, about I was the just, uh, just kind of. Well, I'm on a delay. That yeah, sounds... like, like, right, do like you? What? Yeah, like, how do you like? Do you uh, do you kind of see that scripture or whatever? You know, kind of like being related to today and what could possibly be going on with different spiritual situations in different areas. 
oh, of yeah, the yeah. world. Okay. You I know what I mean? I'm about to say I had a thought and it, I lost it, came back. <laughs> uh, my thought was related to, I think somebody mentioned organized, right? Yeah. Or, but y'all both might have said it. Jason. So, okay, great. So if that's the case, then I would say that we would need to be organized too. Huh. Now, what that is, I'm not going to pretend to know, but I'm just going to mm. guess if there is a unified front that is organized and strategic on the other end, then us approaching it from a haphazard and unorganized fashion, probably not going to be as successful as if we were organized and however we do that and create a unified front to oppose or do whatever God, like you said, being led, whatever God is leading. So that's my first thought. My mm. second thought is... I almost want to issue a word of caution, but I don't know where this is going to go, but I'll just say it anyway. I have seen sometimes people will just out of just like sheer passion want to go and attack all these very large or like really big topic issues just because they're either bothered by it or they're upset Mm -hmm. or it's some type of emotional something or whatever from it. I would want to make sure that as believers, we are being led of the spirit and not just well, I saw, like you said, like I saw this on TV. I saw this on, in the newspaper or whatever. So I'm going to just yeah. go ahead and try to just take it down. To my understanding, God does not give out just blanket 100% authority exactly like he has it to everyone for you to use it however you feel like using it. I feel like God is the only one that can just decide to do things when he wants to do them. So mm. I guess my number two would be to be careful that we are seeking God, to be careful that we have heard from him, like, if it's that something that's specific, like that we are hearing from God, I'm going to give you the authority to conquer X, Y, Z. You need to partner with one, two, three, four, five, or such and such churches, leaders, whatever group of believers. And then you all make a plan and then go towards it. To me, that makes more sense than just what I feel like. It's just my gut. What I feel like is happening is people are just seeing stuff on TV and randomly praying, but there's not really like unity. And so unity is one. And then the authority piece, I think, is important. But I don't know where y'all land on that. But I don't think we can just uh, tap into God's power, like all of it, for specific things, especially bigger principalities, and just use it when we want. I think everything has a time and a season. And if God does desire to conquer whatever principality, I, I think God already has the plan, I think is what I'm trying to say. So if we are seeking him, I think he'll give it to us. But just because we might be, I guess, randomly upset about or moved by something Mm. sometimes as christians we could confuse that with god leading Mm. is what i'm trying to say and you could get into danger i don't have all the scriptures that scripture references that i feel like are in my head are not coming up yet but if they do i'll let you know but you don't want to there there's a danger in basically approaching something that Mm -hmm. is above spiritually that is above you you are my pay grade i guess is my thought Mm. but I don't have all the references right now, but that's just my understanding of, you don't just, now regular stuff, we're just praying for each other. That's one thing, but like you want to come, you know, against a territory, against like a region, whatever that means against like an entire principality or one particular sin. Like that's, you don't just go do that on your own. Just like you would not just go to war individually. That's a a nation goes to war. Yeah. So do you do you think uh do you think that all right so so conceptually just like authority and power yeah. right do you think that we I'll present two different scenarios if there's a third or fourth like jump in 
right? But like, do you think it's a case where we have authority over all the power of the enemy and no power? Do you think the authority is independent of power? Do you think that we don't, like we aren't giving blanketed authority, you know what I'm saying, as a third option, you know what I'm saying? And like, like authority is like something that was given to, you know, like apostles and, and not like yeah. the everyday current modern day believer. You know what I'm saying? Like where, where do you go on power and authority? I got well, you. just authority. I, I, as of now, I'm treating them synonymously. It's possible that there's a little bit of a distinction somewhere, but for me, I'm using them together. And I'm not saying that believers are powerless. I hope that's not what's being heard. But what I'm trying to say is that I think God gives us, there's a scripture that talks about God gives us grace, depending on like our gifts and stuff like that. I'm kind of leaning more towards that understanding. Like if I just decide I want this three or four other gifts that I don't have, it is not within my power to go get them. Mm. They're gifts. God gives mm. them to me or he doesn't. Mm. I get at least one. We all get at least one, but it's not like we can go to him like Santa Claus and request, at least from the gifts part. There's stuff that talks about eagerly you know, desiring to prophesy and stuff like that. That's a whole nother thing. But just But the general sentiment is God gives it based on the grace, and then we just operate in that whatever God has given us. Hmm. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I think God assigns people to some of these roles, just kind of like we talked about with the strategy on the other side. I think it's, um, I think it's more likely that God has, has assigned for these types of things. He assigns people to certain things and then they have that. It's kind of like when you're appointed to something, right. Or you're giving a position. I believe God does that spiritually. Everybody has a part to play. You know what I mean? But you don't get to, in my mind, you don't get to choose like to promote yourself or to elevate yourself or whatever. I mean, God does that. Yeah. And then whatever you're promoted and or elevated to, now you have a new authority. You see what I'm saying? You have a new power mm. that's within the scope of whatever thing God's, I think it's related to the calling. I think somebody mentioned calling too. To me, it's directly related to calling. God yeah. gives us power and authority for that. That's individual but then as it pertains to like, if we're talking about sin, that's something different. So individual stuff, God has given us everything we need to cleanse ourselves of whatever sin is inside of us. But when we're talking about something external where we're taking down regions, territories, things, principalities, I don't believe that necessarily every single Christian can just wake up of any kind, any maturity can just go and attack something and be successful. I feel like we would already be done with sin if that was the case. So <laughs> I think yeah. there are those types of things. Yeah, that's mm. my thought. Mm -hmm. I don't know. This is just my. I'm speculating right now. I don't have. What you think, Marcus? Scriptures in my head. No, nah, I think. Uh, in there. I think right. that was something like that. Like, uh, I, I, I do agree. Like, I don't think that we sh we should even have that mentality. You know, of course, that desire to like want to take all sin down. Like, let's let's just crumble the whole sin. <laughs> sure. Kingdom, like like that desire is awesome, right? But I, I do think that we are on a borrowed power at certain capacities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, I would think that, you know, our approach should be like, like we're like we're working at an individual. Let's let's start with some individual levels. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If I'm if I if I'm uh you know I, I deal yeah. with myself. I pray for those around me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I try to maybe understand like what different things they might be dealing with and that I pray against those things. You know what I'm saying? But like, I wouldn't be, you know, like saved today and trying to 
trying to take down, you know, Mexico, Mexico, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> spirits right. tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's it's definitely uh, uh, something that, you know, I think, yeah, like God, God elevates and distributes more uh, power and authority at a greater capacity throughout the walk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and I, and then I, I, I mm, no, you go. No, I was thinking too, like, uh, I think that even that has its reasoning because things are, you know, headed to, towards a particular end, you know what I'm saying? So is it really designed for us to take out sin over an entire territory? You know what I'm saying? A particular thing over an entire territory, right? Mm-hmm. Or are we or is our is our mission to pluck out those who God has has deemed, you know, uh hmm. his children. That's you know what I'm saying? Point, yeah. yeah. So it's like I'm not I'm not here to, to take down Mexico, but I might get a couple Mexicans. Yeah. I you think that's saying? I think that's where we're at with it. Like our our call is to like live, you know, these these certain this certain type of life to glorify God in a certain type of way, you know, to have church, have our, have the body of Christ and, and church, our individual churches, like have certain order. All these things are so that God is glorified. So for instance, you know, people will say sometimes like maybe blaming um, family structure for certain reasons that like certain communities are the way they are. Like, you know, fathers mm-hmm. aren't there or mothers are being abused or children are being abused and et cetera. Well, if you if you a constant like thread through scripture is like honor your father and mother, you know, mm-hmm. children behave this way. Wives behave this way. Husbands behave this way. Like um, uh, Paul's telling Timothy about how, you know, pastors and church elders should be like having con- good control over their households and like how their wives should behave and how they should, shouldn't be drunkards and all this stuff. Right. But it's because if we actually like put effort toward submitting to God and living pure Christian Christ, you know, like exalting lives, that type of stuff wouldn't happen and society would actually like get better. But it's because like we're fallen obviously, and we continue in sin um, that that's that, you know, it doesn't happen that way. But I think that if we are like actively and really trying to live out and do what is in, what is like instructed to us in scripture, mm-hmm. that type of those, I guess what I'm saying is like those powers won't have their power. Like that scripture mm-hmm. in first yeah. Peter that says, submit to God, resist the devil and he shall flee. Like, mm-hmm. I, I believe it. Like if you submit to God and do exactly what he's instructing us to do in scripture and listen to the Holy Spirit when you i don't think that the devil has any power over you you know what i mean like and i think that should really be our focus is telling people like hey live out you know your life according to what you know god wants you to do and yeah if just circling back like for some people that might not be you know trying to bring down these these powers and principalities over a place because if you go to romans mm. 12 when Paul is talking about, you know, people doing things according to the measure of faith that they've been given, you know, and he's talking about the body having many members, but we're one body. And, you know, some people may prophesy, some people may serve, some people may teach, some people may encourage, some people may give, you know what I mean? So like, there's a lot 
that and all of that is Christ exalting. You know what I mean? All of that is part of our power. Like I, I think we don't look at those aspects of our walk as powerful because they may be so plain, but our like literally our our lives alone in our home is part of our testimony and glorifying God. Like keeping our homes clean. Yeah taking out our trash you know what i mean washing the dishes like having order in your house all that stuff is like within the will of god and is part of resisting you know the devil i don't want to i don't want to go go off but i really think like we uh we can be so much stronger than we are if we just really kind of did the things that are in scripture yeah yeah you remind me of um the scripture I came across, I've seen it a while ago, but I came across it recently and it just kind of woke me up a little bit. But like in Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 20, um, Paul is writing to Timothy. And at verse 19, it says, like, nevertheless, God's firm foundation stands bearing this seal. The Lord knows those who are his. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord must turn away from iniquity. And then he goes into this example. It says, a large house contains not only vessels of gold and silver, but also those of wood and clay. Some indeed are for honorable use, but others are for just for common use. Yeah. So if anyone cleanses himself of what is unfit, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified, useful to the master, and prepared for every good work. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it's, there's this distinguishing between like, uh, these some these some regular uh, dishes, you know, and these these <laughs> the ones I break out, you know, mm-hmm. when I'm really really trying to trying to do something, have an impact, right? You know what I'm saying? Like if if I'm gonna have an impact on people who are coming to to the house, yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm gonna break these these dishes out, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or these evangelists out, or these you know believers out, these healers out, these prophets, you know what I'm saying, et cetera, et cetera. Like I'm, I'm bringing, I'm bringing the real, the real ones out when it's time for some work. Yep. And I'm a little, I'm a little wood, <laughs> the wood and the clay people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Out, out the way. I'm gonna keep them out the way. <laughs> I mean, but that's that's just what Scripture is saying. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, like you were saying a couple of minutes ago, like, ultimately, it's really all about His glory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like he's not going to glorify himself with the wood and the clay. You know, he's going to be like, "Oh, this this is you know my my representation right here." I'm not, you know, what I'm saying he's going to be like, "No, nah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to show you what I look like." You know, like how how I'm rolling, and he's going to bring out break out the good stuff. So it's like it's all it's ultimately about his glory, man. People's knowledge and understanding, and you know, of of who he is. Yeah, man. So, yeah, but. But yeah. Oh. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. This is good. Only other thought I had was um, it's part of the. It reminds me of part of the mystery of God and what He does and doesn't do. I feel like that's one of. It reminds me of one of those age-old questions about why does God allow such evil to exist or to you know persist, just continue when He has technically the power to just you know vanquish any and everyone and anything that does not follow him that does not treat other other people right like all that stuff and i I forgot where the scriptures that y'all can remind me if you remember it but it talks about that as related to glory as well that he is patient 
so that more sons and daughters can come to faith. Yeah. Wow. But it's almost like a, I don't even have a, the best word for it, but almost like a bad side effect is, well, we kind of have to deal, even if we're saved already, we kind of have to deal with the evil in the world while God is patient to hopefully receive more people. So that's the part we really don't have control over. But at the end of the day, I try to gain comfort, I guess, in the fact that, well, if God's allowing these things and I'm trusting him that he's going to make all things new and things will be made right in various cases, then I'm just have to trust that some way or he's God's going to get the glory, whether I see it or not. He's there is some type of plan. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. He, he understands what he's doing. Yeah. He's not a quote unquote dumb God. Like he's not like, Oh, I didn't know this was going to happen. Like scrambling, trying to figure out how to fix everything we messed up. I don't think that is the case. So even if I don't understand it and we don't understand it to me, that's a part of faith as well to trust that. Okay. For whatever reason, he's allowing all these things to exist, UFO or not, or whatever is out there, yeah. <laughs> that somehow, some way, at the end of the day, where he's going to get glory and we're going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Like, it, Got I it. mean, go ahead, Martin. man. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. I was just thinking, like, on, you know, just to wrap up the UFO thing, like, I think, you know, and to tie into the glory point, I think here's ultimately what is coming. Um, you know, this this is my little my little prediction, right? Could be way off. Who knows? I'm not I'm not speaking on behalf of of anybody but me, right? <laughs> At this point, but <laughs> I do you know think that like with all the stuff that they're talking about, um, trying to present these things as like you know they they're outdoing anything that that we can do, and they can behave in ways that we can't even conceive of and they come with the spiritual message like i feel like uh like at some point you know there's going to be a you know a more more massive message for everybody where it's like these things have come with the message you know what i'm saying of of higher spirituality and you know i mean and we don't know like what the bible means when it says like the people of those times will be under a strong delusion. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, like, like we don't know what's coming. We know if you read the Revelation, the end is the end is going to be crazy. Yeah. The you man know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. So it's like imagine, you know, we're just speaking hypothetically, but like imagine a race outside of our own coming here and saying we have a a message of higher spirituality for you guys. That would be like first. First, you will, you will be questioning things on a biblical level you'll be questioning you know what i'm saying you'll be questioning jesus you'll be like the average person would question all these things right like, you know and then um if they say they have a higher spirituality obviously the temptation signs and wonders too. That's, that's yeah funny. like like if they're coming here and you know already they they're trying to you know they're reporting it as if oh they materialize and dematerialize they they appear and disappear they move at speeds that we can't fathom and stuff like that it's like who knows what else, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they're going to, you know, we, we might see, mm-hmm. I just put it like that. Right. So like, if we start to see like crazy things, f- like you just said, false signs and wonders, like then you'll start to question like, like, or like, Whoa, like, like don't, I don't see anybody human doing that. So obviously they must know about a, you know, a higher, a higher truth or a, a different reality or, or something just greater than we know. Mm-hmm. Let me listen. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me let me do whatever it is that they say do. And now here you are, like, deceived away from the, the real God. Yeah. You know? 
And so it's like, I just, I just think that we just, you know, as we see these things starting to come out, I know it's like, it's so early that it still sounds really crazy and weird, but I think, you know, again, getting back to my little prediction, I think that in the coming years, I think that they're going to be showing us obviously more and more and more of this stuff and normalizing it so that, you know, that when we start to encounter these things on a greater level, um, you know, is it'll be more digestible. You know what I'm saying? And and we'll just be like, oh, okay. Like, like I kind of, you know, science fiction has been talking about this forever. The movies have been showing us this and, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, and like, this this is, you know, maybe there is some intergalactic, <laughs> you know what oh, I'm saying? <laughs> intergalactic government or something like that. And they're trying to bring us into some higher, you know, know. Some, some higher I mean, but, reality. But, but, you know what I mean? The, even for that, for me, it reminds me of the scripture where um, I don't know where it said where it talks about how even like the principalities and powers will look at the church and kind of be and the angels will be like um, Ephesians, I think it is. They'll they'll look yeah. at at what God is basically doing through Christ and salvation of man and be like uh, in awe about it. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, so even these like aliens or whatever, you know, God is using for His like glory ultimately. Which is like yeah. just, you know, his, like he's just different. Everything, everything God does is just different, you know. Um, yeah. So it just gives me comfort to know that, like, he is, whatever is going on, that he is like using it for a good purpose and a good plan. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me think about uh, how it says, like, the elect, you know, like would be deceived if it were possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which means that, like. There, there's, there's something coming that would be so convincing, mm-hmm. you know, that that we would fall for if it weren't for God keeping us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that, that like gives me comfort. So like what you see, you know, is like a lot of uh, a lot of people, Christians, like kind of talking about it in different spaces, yeah. but then being like, but we we have no fear. You know what I'm saying? We know we know who God is and what Jesus did. Yeah. So we good, but they, you know, they feel for those other people, you know what I'm saying, who um, could could be deceived. Yeah, and I, and I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think like, like conversations like this are, are, are very good because, you know, it's our daily lives and stuff. And I think it could help us like ultimately like witness to people and talk to people, you know, and I think as Christians, like if, if this stuff is popping up on the news, like we should be aware of what's going on in the world to ultimately be able to like be fruitful in our discussions with the world, you know, but yeah. like, I'm just sitting here thinking like, you know, as, as complex as aliens and, and UFOs and all that stuff is to think about, it still doesn't trump the fact that God is three in one. You know what I mean? Like right. that <laughs> when we go to sleep at night, that should still be the, the thing that we're like, thinking about like god is always more important than all this stuff any mystery that the pentagon reveals is like oh that's cool but you know god is uh three in one like there's a holy spirit and like you know what i mean like there are some things in this world that will just never they they may be interesting today you know but like god is always going to be interesting god is always going to be the mystery you know what i mean so yeah I don't know why I just said that, but it just came in my brain. It's where my mind went. <laughs> nah, I mean, like <laughs> when I when I hear you say that, what kind of comes to mind is like, it's like 
there's there's a lot of shock value in somebody saying, hey, there are aliens here now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But like, there's so much more shock value <laughs> in the things that we see in the Bible. You yeah, know what I mean? It's more in the, like, in, in, in like well, there should be. hey, and, and guess what? There's, be, a, yeah. there's, a, there's someone who made those aliens. Like, how about that? For shock value. Right. You know how what I mean? That? Where how they come that? from. Yeah. There's someone who made yeah. them. Like, there's someone who has power right. over them. Right. So. Yeah. There's nobody who is more yeah. like awe-inspiring and and scary or whatever the words you want to than, than Jesus, dude. How did right. how did God become a man? Listen, <laughs> and he, he I think bought. his appearance is not like what we're ready for. What you mean? Me like his new his appearance that he's coming in? Like his actual? I I'm just. Oh my gosh! It makes from me okay, out. it's it's an. It's yeah, educated. So I'm I, freaking I'm out just thinking about, about it. Honestly. Well, here's the thing. I'm speculating. This is an educated speculation, though, of the Old Testament, especially. Yeah. Think about the times when it either said that an angel of the Lord yeah. manifested himself or someone else, and not the ones where they appeared like men, because then they look normal or right. mankind, I mean, in general. But there's a couple examples. I'm thinking of like Isaiah, and I want to say maybe Jeremiah. There's probably more. Y'all can piggyback on this they were terrified mm-hmm. yeah and that to my knowledge that wasn't even like god himself that was a messenger mm-hmm. so i'm not saying that he is scary i'm just saying i think that there is i think it's going to be something about him that we don't even understand we don't won't even know what we're we'll know it's him but i don't think it's going to be as chill as sometimes people yeah. seem to <laughs> sometimes i feel like people talk about god so casually like oh well, when i see his face i'm going to give him a hug and give him a high five <laughs> Yeah. Not saying he won't receive those things. Maybe somehow he will, but I don't think that's going to be our first reaction. I think our first reaction is everybody's going to get on the floor yeah. and like we can't even look. At, we don't even feel worthy to look. At, I think it's going to be that much like yeah. out there, other because we always we say those phrases already, right? Like there's nobody like him. He is holy, set apart. We yeah. say that, but do we really think about when we actually see his face? Like I can't even. Mm-mm. Just the little pieces that he gives, and I'm thinking of Moses too. Like he was able to see like the back part of the robe or what. That wasn't even like his face. That was like mm-hmm. the back of his shoe, and he was just like. So anyway, yeah. those things make me believe, <laughs> yo, if God's gonna yeah. let us see him, I don't even. I'm ready, but I'm not. I mean, that whole <laughs> description about like just his eyes in Revelation, right? You know, like. Like fiery like, white like eyes, the sun or something brighter than the sun is now. Yeah, man. This then like crazy. his robe and you know, like like ugh, like riding on a horse with a sword, and, you know. <laughs> that's Jesus, right? That's not the. Is that the that's Father? Jesus. That's like, Jesus. That's, that's what I'm that's, saying. That's just the Son. Yeah. What about <laughs> the Spirit? Will we see him? Imagine, imagine. Does he come <laughs> together? Like, do they? Does he just like? What does he do? How? Right. Yeah. How is it going to be three? Oh, it's gonna be what? Like, what are we gonna see? Is is he gonna prepare our hearts for that, or I is he just gonna show up? Because if I he show even... up and I'm just like left to my own reactions, <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna I'm a scream. <laughs> yeah, I think that might happen. I'm a scream at the top of my lungs. <laughs> it says no one has seen God and lived. Thank, you, thank you, you. That's what I'm talking about. You can't just see what him. kind of phrase so is that? Like, what is either that? we have to yeah. change or he does. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. You know. I like that. 
but apparently when well, man, Jesus, go, uh, ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm thinking about wild stuff. That we do that. That's the. Word I was it. just gonna say when 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 Jesus comes and rules, though, apparently it's gonna be like a a thing like in the natural, like yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. can. I don't like. What is that? Like he's gonna actually be in I Jerusalem think, I think, somewhere, and everyone's gonna know. Yeah. Like, oh, this is Jesus. And nations right. are going to be coming oh, to him, like <laughs> trying to repent and stuff. And what you think? Like they're going, you think they're going to keep TV and stuff like that? Like that's like what I'm saying. Like TV. what is what is? Like, what do you like, mean? Like the news? Like uh, straight from the desk Sermon? of Jesus? Like <laughs> you would listen to him on Sunday morning? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. What is that? It, may, it makes me want to like really process Revelation, man, and see what that reality is going to be like. But then you know, like. I do wonder too, are we going to be like that? I got to figure out this timeline because, like, are we going to be in, you know, our uncorrupted, non corrupted bodies at that point, or are we going to be? I think that's the only way we could see him and live. Yeah. So you think like, I think that phrase is related alive, to the corrupted state. Yeah. Yeah. Die. Yeah. But that's the, talking about it. the yeah, father, though. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, I, I wonder, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, what state are we going to be in at that particular point? points like because like jesus in his form now is obviously you know like not completely physical Hmm. you know i mean i mean not physical like we know it right like like he's he's moving through walls you know he could probably he could probably materialize how he desires you know what i'm saying that's why they didn't recognize him you know what i mean it's like he could materialize as he desires uh but he could also dematerialize enough to move through a wall you know what I'm saying? Does that make him less physical? I think I think so. Well, no. That's a good point. I think it's a different type of physical. <laughs> right? It's not it's not it's not a hundred percent solid. I don't know. All I mean, day. why ascend? I think I'm what I'm saying is I don't think if he was just immaterial, he wouldn't need to ascend. He could have just snapped his fingers and vanished. To me, his ascension proves that he's still in a, in a body. That's my personal belief. Okay. Where he is and what he's exactly he's doing, don't ask me that. But I believe his body exists. I just believe it's a, it's in a glorified state because he's yeah. the first he's the first among us to show us that it can happen. Right. So if we're yeah. gonna have a body in in my mind, then that's because. No, of I mean, absolutely. I mean, he's still eating fish and all that. You know what I mean? Like, sure. So, so he's not as he's not. Yeah, like that's a weird thing to think about because it's almost like this. But in we believe everything states, else. Though. No, I mean, he's I one of a version. How? He just—he's still a person. <laughs> Nobody else can do that. We believe that pretty simply. We don't argue about it. Like, okay, yeah. sure. So I, I, I guess my thought is, it. if yeah. well, you know what I mean. I mean, in the sense of like, I don't think we. There's not a lot of like picking apart with that. We kind of just accept. It. So I guess I'm just thinking if the if the virginity piece is something that's relatively common that people believe then yeah. i guess for me it's not hard to be like well he's physical and yes he can go through walls yeah. i don't know how but well because but i mean like i guess how the atoms and he rules over the wall you know what i mean like right yeah right. that's what i mean but i mean like i guess you know what i'm saying like imagine oh, imagine that though you know what i mean like like where where will we be as a like as a <laughs> where, where will we be <laughs> Where we're we're constantly seeing somebody, you know, like I mean, obviously, who is the who has everything in all creation under their authority, like 
like moving through stuff. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man. And we could possibly be in the same form. You know what I mean? So we're like, going to be worshiping the whole time. We're not going to know what's happening. <laughs> we're just going to be like, thank you, Lord, that we're out here. Yeah. You think so? I don't so? deserve to be here. I don't know. I, it says, I don't know if everything's going to be explained. I don't, I don't think, think, I don't know if God is going to be like, well, let me p- pull out this PowerPoint and show you how I can go through walls and still be a man. Mm. I think it's just, I don't know. I don't know either. It makes, it makes me wonder though, right? Like, like, do you, do you guys ever wonder if that was the original state of, of, nah, that would have been Adam and Eve state. I don't know. I think like, God we, is distinct personally no but we i mean like, like him, uh, but not identical. but like did we move from incorruptible bodies to corruptible and now we're moving back to incorruptible yeah that's not possible what do you mean you know what i'm saying like like adam and eve starting out as in- incorruptible then moving to corruptible or were they always no, corruptible I thought, oh i see what you're saying you see what I'm saying? Are, are we returning oh. you know how some people say like back to eden you know what i'm saying like we're going Don't back to that. eden like like all everything's being reversed <laughs> I don't to eden. Know. so like you guys haven't. It's gonna be new. Thought about uh, that. It says it's gonna be new. It says the sea isn't gonna be here no more. The the sun true. isn't gonna be here anymore. Uh, it says that yeah. we're we're not gonna remember sin nor like even have like a a desire to like even have a thought about remembering it. It says a mm. lot of stuff about like uh oh. I'll create new heavens and the new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. Wow. Um, wow. I don't I I don't think we could imagine what it's gonna be like. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I don't, don't think so. it's gonna be Eden. I think I think God because what somebody said to me earlier was uh uh-huh. that the I never thought about this, but the in the flood, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life were destroyed. Right. Never thought about that, honestly. And I mean, I don't know what it matters, but um like it's gonna be a whole new creation. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It talks about the earth passing away. Yeah. The world passing away. Yeah. So that's enough for me. Man, yeah. Interesting. 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 Yeah. So similarities, short version for me is uh, I think there'll be similarities. I don't think going back to what I said earlier about power and authority, I don't think we're getting a one to one correlation of what he has. I think it's going to be similar, Mm. like parent to child, but not everything. So I would equate that also with however the body, however, the glorified state of the body works. I think his is going to be above ours. Like if he's in a crowd of us in heaven, I don't think it's going to be like, oh, where's Jesus? We can't find him. I think he's going to be distinct wherever he goes. Absolutely. This is the this is messed up, man. What's that? It's just the stuff we're talking about is just messing me up right now. <laughs> like, uh, what did what did you guys before you be before you were saved? Um, <laughs> I mean, that's fine, but before you were saved, like I think about this a lot. Like, what do people who don't know Christ think about death? Like, what did y'all think about it? Did you think about it at all? What did you believe about it? Uh, yeah, I guess I guess my thought was like uh, kind of traditional in the sense that, like, like when you died, uh, some part of you 
I don't know. I guess I guess I always had this concept of like ghost. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like like after you die, you never really die. Okay. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Then I kind of moved towards this idea of like it all. Sh- you know, like I kind of started out with like, all right, I believe in ghosts, and when you die, you never really die. And then I kind of moved towards this thought of like, when you die, you don't like you like you lose your consciousness altogether, and like there's nothing which can't even really be fathomed. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. you can't even think about what it's like to not exist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 inconceivable. Yeah. But like I guess I, I moved towards this idea of like you're just you're just shut off and like you know like there's no thinking or reflecting or <laughs> or anything. Yeah. You're like you're not even you don't even have consciousness of it. So like your last breath is your last consciousness okay. and existence period, you know. And then when I got saved, I started looking at you know everything differently. Yeah, but that middle one freaked me out bad. Yeah, that like, freak you out. Once to like 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 somebody hitting the power switch I, and that's just it. I like that first one you said though because it it goes in tandem with that scripture that talks about um, how God put eternity in in man's heart. There's something yeah. about us that everybody knows that like you have this sense of like life goes on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think some people reject it, obviously, but like I think even when I, like you said, I kind of was in the same boat with you. Like I, I think I knew, like, well, this can't just be it, you know? Like, yeah. But then I did, similarly to you, like I would think about how, well, you know, before I was born, I didn't know what was. I, I don't have conscious memories of that, you know. Right. So maybe. Yeah. But I think you know, I, I did always kind of feel like, well, nah, some something is just gonna happen, and you'll still be living. Though, yeah, I think it's weird, man. Like, like I feel like even that is like, like for instance, like when you're born, you you have like this idea of like the afterlife, or like you know, like just forever being alive, right? And then we kind of you know, are either convince ourselves or are convinced that there is no afterlife. You know what I'm saying? But it's like God God starts us off with this concept of like, yeah, like there's there's this eternity that you ought to be concerned about. And then one way or another we try to convince ourselves or we are convinced that there that, that doesn't exist. And then you kinda of like like the reason I had developed that for instance was, you know, kinda of like this whole YOLO thing. You know what I'm saying? Like like I better I better live it up now because ain't nothing after this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I better do all the things I want to do, you know? And there's nothing after this where it's like the first mentality is like, no, you better live a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Because of this eternity eternity thing. But that second mentality was like, nah, you better just do everything you could possibly do before your time runs out. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, w- I would say this, though. Like, when I came across the Bible, man, like, I got to say that I was I was thankful to learn of the truth which tells us that the things that we do here actually matter you know what i'm saying because it was kind of like like a little disheartening to think that the good we did didn't matter and the bad we did didn't matter that nothing mattered you know what i'm saying it's kind of disheartening to think like like the thought of like what's the point of living a good life that's that's very that's a very discouraging thought you know what i'm saying if 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 it's of no benefit to live good or wise or any, you know what I'm saying? 
like to to feel that way was just like like the pits almost but then to pick up the bible and be like okay like now nah, we're actually encouraged to live good for you know i don't want to say like a reward or i guess it is a reward you know what i'm saying but like we're encouraged to live good god is telling us to live good and our good actually matters it won't save us you know what i'm saying but yeah. it actually does matter to him we can please him with our actions or he can be displeased with our actions yeah and so it gives you a reason to do good versus before you have no reason to do good man, i don't know man <laughs> we ended up getting all serious on this podcast like yeah. uh it was supposed to be a jam session, and here we go. <laughs> so this is normal, though. At this point, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right, let's wrap this up, man. We probably going on like what two hours now? Something crazy Almost, like that? Yeah, yeah. Rambling. Got save some. <laughs> it was good stuff, though. Yeah, absolutely. It was. It was. Y'all let me get my alien talk out, so I'm glad about that. <laughs> yeah, we, I know. We, I know how y'all was going like that. We got to revisit it. We have yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, I gotta look up that report now. I didn't know about it to be honest. So y'all are educating me. Nah, see, you called me out. She was like, "I need to hear the quotes. Where the quotes at? Yeah, that's <laughs> where, code where, for where the reports at? Where the people actually? So now I gotta go and do some, you know, what I'm saying CIA Pentagon research. You gotta prove. been declassified and come <laughs> up with things that the aliens actually said. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's my training. It's my bad. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Nah, I respect that. I respect that. But because it's, look, when you when you show up to the jam session with conspiracy, you ain't got to back it up. Right. Anyway. But if it's a real show, I got to back it up. So. <laughs> That's how I'm going to operate with this. Yeah. This was cool, though. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Stuff. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, Y'all know what to do. Check us out on Instagram at the Word in the World Podcast. Info at the Word in the World Podcast dot com if you guys want to get in touch. Peace. Peace.